enjoy them. We don't know how many we're going to have. Life is pretty short. So enjoy them with family. Enjoy them with friends. Be there fully present. Remember the kind of a little bit as cheesy as it sounds. Remember the reason for the season. If you are a Christian, Jared and I both Christians, you know, remember what it symbolizes and the sacrifice that was made. And, you know, I'm going to definitely remember that this year because just two weeks ago I was in Bethlehem and I did see the place where Jesus was born. I did see the manger where they laid him and I did see the garden tomb where he was crucified. So remember the reason for the season. Merry Christmas from Star of the Doubts. I'm your host, Jared Easley. Joining us, as always, our co-host, Kamanzi Constable. Aloha and Merry Kalikimaka. How do you say that, Jared? Yeah, Mela Kalikimaka. That is the Hawaiian version of Merry Christmas. You're right. And and a favorite song. I don't know for those who've seen uh, Holiday Vacation, classic movie. That is a great song. And so I love Mela Kalikimaka. Yeah, you see In that. In fact, maybe I'll, maybe I'll record a version for this episode, but maybe Ooh. not. <laughs> no, do it. I think you should well, do yeah. it. I think I think if Patty E was on the show, she would she would bust that out. <laughs> she would. <get> <laughs> she she has no shame. She just you know she she wouldn't stop singing it. We would have to tell her to stop, which uh, is probably a good thing. All right. So being that this is a holiday episode, I know not not everybody celebrates Christmas. We are people who celebrate Christmas. So Merry Christmas, but also Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, all of the fun festivities that are going on during this season, during this time of year. And so we thought it'd be kind of fun to kick off, just like we kicked off our Thanksgiving episode, with a little bit of fun. And when we say a little bit, we mean a little bit, because some of those jokes for Thanksgiving were, yeah, I I think we got unfollowed by a few people. Uh, But that's okay. All right, so Kamanzi, why not? uh, Let's just do a few Christmas jokes. You know how this works. I have literally just Googled Christmas jokes. And so here we go. I'm I'm going to... Some of these might be considered funny, and, and then some of these are we're, we're going to just ask that you bear with us. So the first one is, Kamanzi, what nationality is Santa Claus? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Okay. The answer, according to this joke that I Googled Christmas jokes, <laughs> the answer to what nationality is Santa Claus is North Polish. <laughs> North Polish. So I don't know. Is that, is that... Where you just have to laugh. Yeah, that, but is that is that kind of racist? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if, uh, how I feel about that answer. Right? Some people, yeah, we just lost even more people now. <laughs> All right, so here's this has, we're talking about the North Santa Claus, right? And I guess when you think about that, you think of like the North Pole, or maybe you think about like Antarctica. Jared, do you know who trolls Antarctica? I have no idea. <laughs> Neither did I, which was, I randomly looked this up um, yesterday. Antarctica is controlled by like seven different countries. Huh. Not one of them is the U.S. Interesting. So who controls Antarctica? It's like France and um, some South American countries control it. And it's like, so it's seven countries that control different regions of Antarctica. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. All right. Let's do another joke. I think this is going to tie into some of our topic here. Why was Santa's little helper depressed? You know, it's a fair question. Some people get a little discouraged in the holidays. So why was Santa's little helper depressed? Uh, I don't know why. Because he had low elf esteem. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. I feel I, like I don't know. the sound effect. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. 
<laughs> All right. Well, this is the last one, and, and we already know that uh, it's probably not going to get much better. So <laughs> how does a sheep say Merry Christmas? How? Fleece Navidad. <laughs> Fleece. L- F-L-E-E-C-E. That, that's the joke. I don't write these jokes. <laughs> but but I, I think that is the perfect segue into our Christmas trivia portion of the episode. So we have some uh, different questions, and we're just going to see if you know some of the answers. Some of these you may know, some of you may not. They're not intended to be funny. These are just actual questions. So the first question, Kamazi, I know you happen to be a, an expert on Christmas. After leaving Bethlehem, to which country did Joseph, Mary, and Jesus travel? They actually left Bethlehem, and what country did they go to? Ooh. If I had to guess, did they go to, I, I don't know. I should okay. know, but I don't know. It, the answer is Egypt. Yeah, well, that's... and here, here's the thing. As you started with us listeners know, I was just in Israel. I did a yes. tour of Israel. I did. I actually was in Cairo, Egypt, which got me into trouble at the airport security in Israel. I was in <laughs> Bethlehem. So to think about where Bethlehem is, in relation, so from Bethlehem to Egypt, it would be about an hour flight on an airplane, flying at whatever airplanes fly at. So to think about them traveling from Bethlehem to Egypt on foot or camel or donkey or whatever, it is just, Jared, it's insane to think no, about. No, yeah, it totally is. Well, I mean, I live in uh, South Florida, and I think, you know, if I'm going to fly up and visit my mom who lives in Atlanta, that is typically an hour flight, but. If I get in and drive a car, much less be on a donkey, I mean, if I'm driving a car, it's, you know, it's a good eight to 10 hours, depending on what's going on. So, and when yeah, you're I flying from Egypt to Israel, the one thing that you see, you see there's a lot of desert in between there, and it's not flat land. It's very, very, very hilly, very hilly. Well, let's ask a little more trivia here. This is something that I think is kind of fun. Kamanzi, I'm going to see if you can name the eight original reindeer. Rudolph. <laughs> okay, so so Rudolph is not considered the original eight. You know what? But Cancer, I'm going to give you Rudolph. Prancer, Chancer. <laughs> Chancer. <laughs> Chancer, uh, just for the record, is not one of the original eight reindeer. It is not a reindeer at all. So, but uh, I like where this is going. But if you can keep going, <laughs> Vixen. Yes. I don't know. After that. Well, I, that, you, you did give everyone a, a good laugh there. So we have a uh, Blitzen, Comet, Cupid, Dasher, Prancer, not not Chancer, uh, Vixen, Dancer, and Donner. Which and you did say Rudolph. I will give you Rudolph. So I, I think maybe you might have hit fifty percent on that one. Not too terrible. Let's keep going. All right. So there is a a carbonated beverage that used to have advertisements featuring a happy smiling Santa Claus. Can you name the company of that carbonated beverage? Coca Cola. That's right. Coca Cola. Oh, Very good. I love. Okay. Coca-Cola. All right. So here's another one, and this might be a little different depending on where you live. And I'd be eager to hear the answer to this for Maui. But this one is traditionally kids leave out snacks for Santa Claus. What are these snacks? Cookies. Yeah, I would I would definitely say cookies. 
I think there'd be people that say cookies and milk. Yeah. But let's just talk about that from a, a Hawaii perspective. Like, what would someone in Hawaii leave Santa Claus? Would they leave them cookies and milk? Probably spam and rice. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not trying. I'm, that's not like a whatever prejudice <laughs> statement. It's the truth. <laughs> you know, Santa Claus is not. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe he likes the change of pace from the cookies and milk. And we and we love spam in Hawaii, Jared. Like it's not even a cliche. It's the real thing. Oh, I I am aware of this. Uh, when I lived in in Oahu, I remember one of the snacks, if you will, that you pick up just like at a Seven Eleven was called spam musubi. Have you ever had that? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, my daughter. It's actually addicted. not that bad. Oh, yeah. my daughter's addicted to that. She loves it. It's pretty good stuff. All right. We'll, we'll keep going with some more trivia. I'm having fun here. Um, what are the gifts that the three wise men gave baby Jesus according to Christmas history? Myrrh, frankincense, and gold. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Very good. All right. Now, this is going to get a little harder here, Kamazi, but you seem to be doing really well. <laughs> this is from A Christmas Carol, which is a personal favorite. Love it. Uh, there's tons of variations of it. Uh, my daughter loves the Mickey Mouse Christmas Carol. This question is, what is the name of Ebenezer Scrooge's partner from the play Christmas Carol? Mm-hmm. A little bit little bit hard if you haven't watched that movie or, or watched that play in a long time. In a time. long time, yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I tell you what, because that might be tough, I'm going to give you the initials of this person's name. And and I don't know that this will help you, but the initials of the person's name is J.M. Mm, still not sure. Jacob Marley. So oh, you know, that might, that, that okay. might ring a bell now. Yeah, but yeah, now it does ring a bell. Okay, so we, we only got a few more left here. We'll, we'll go ahead and keep going. Now, this one I thought was really interesting. Which is the most popular ornament used to place at the top of the Christmas tree? A star. Actually, according to this, it is not a star. It's an angel, which I think I think you have a debate there. I think you have a legitimate debate on top of our Christmas tree. Kamazi is a star. And I'm going to actually take a picture of this and post this on social media. Kamazi, when you get back home, I want you to do the same thing. I'm curious. What's on the top of your tree? People, you got to post this on Facebook. Tag Kamazi and I or tweet us. We want to know what's on top of your tree. Is it an angel? Is it a star? Is it something else? What is it? Okay, and uh, do you have anything to add to that? I've only seen, yeah, well, we had a star. I know we have a star in our tree, so yeah, that would be interesting. But, you know, we're talking about a small sampling, so yeah, I'm curious to see Star of the Doubts, what you guys have. <laughs> well, now I'm a little bit fra- afraid of uh, what some people have on, on their trees, uh, based on some of the responses we've gotten from some of our, our other episodes. But we'll keep going. Now, now, this is an interesting one. Which was the first state in the United States to recognize Christmas as an official holiday? And I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you some help here. It starts with the letter A. The first state starts with the letter A. Uh, I'm going to Alabama. It is Alabama. Now I grew up in Alabama, wow, so that's interesting. I had I had to throw that one in there. And th- there is one more state question here. Which was the last state in the United States that declared Christmas a legal holiday? The last state. And I and you know, and, and when I asked you questions about geography and stuff in the past, you've kind of stuck with the Midwest. I'm gonna tell you if you stick with the Midwest here, you're gonna be right. So <laughs> go ahead. So which, which Midwestern state is it gonna be? It's the last state that actually recognized Christmas as a national holiday. Um, or a legal holiday. Declared Christmas a legal holiday. Let's go with Iowa. The answer is Oklahoma, which uh, I would I wouldn't think Oklahoma would hold out that long. I figure uh, Oklahoma seems like uh, 
I'm sure. It, do you really think Oklahoma is a Midwestern state? Uh, well, I think of when I think of the, uh, yeah, I guess that's fair. Midwest. I'm probably thinking more of uh, the South Midwest or, or yeah, yeah. The, yeah, Texas, Oklahoma. What do you call those states? Texas, Oklahoma, the Kansas, <laughs> Missouri. Well, the Bible Belt. I think of like South, like Georgia yeah, and Tennessee and Alabama and places like that. Okay, so that's another question I'd like to hear what Star of the Dallas listeners think. Is, uh, what do you consider Oklahoma? Is that is that Midwest? Is that you know something else? And shame on me for not uh, knowing what that is. I thought that was Midwest. All right, so let, let's segue here. Um, we do want to talk about an important topic today. And, and during the holidays, it's real easy to get excited, especially when you're a kid, about Christmas because Christmas is a time when you get presents, right? Come on, and so let's just start there. What are some really cool holiday memories that you may have had from the years or maybe when you were younger? I think the best present I could remember growing up was when I was, we had lived in Kenya for a couple of years, me and my little brother. My mom sent us to live in Kenya with our family there. My mom's from Kenya. And we came back into the United States and we didn't know anything about anything. Like we were completely Kenyanized here. Like we spoke Swahili we barely knew English anymore. We were just so used to the culture in Kenya after two years. So the first gift that my parents got us was a Sega Genesis. Um, wow. Remember that? And oh, yeah. it was the coolest thing ever, Jared. Like Sonic the Hedgehog, Sega Genesis. Like we were, we didn't do anything for like months. <laughs> <laughs> Since you brought that up, when I was, man, I might have been, I might have been 10 years old. And that was when Nintendo came out, like the, you know, the first like major Nintendo console came out and I got a Nintendo and I'll never forget. I think I literally freaked out when I opened that box and I saw Nintendo and it came with Duck Hunt and Mario Brothers. I don't know if you ever got to enjoy that commodity because oh, yes. you might have been in Kenya, but, uh, yeah, man, that, I remember, I think I screamed, you know, like, oh my God, you know, like I actually, you know, was that oh, kid. Sega Genesis was like the coolest thing ever back then. And it blew oh, it was. Minds. It's right. Now, now, did that come with Sonic the Hedgehog? Yeah, it came with Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> two controllers. It turned into, because I have an older stepbrother, an older stepsister, it turned into like wars among us for who would win and who would lose. We didn't handle it the Christian way. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is the Christian way to handle video game? Uh, well, it's probably stuff. not getting into a fist fight after it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing the controller at the TV. So that was probably like my most vivid memory of Christmas. And you know, when you're younger and yeah. you know, your parents still let you, or some parents that do still let you believe there's a Santa Claus, like me and my brother trying to catch Santa Claus, like we'd pretend like we were sleeping and try to catch Santa Claus. And then one day when we actually did catch him, we caught my um, stepfather putting the gifts. It was like it blew our minds. <laughs> we didn't know what was going on. That's because you left him out some Kenyan rice and spam. <laughs> <laughs> for the, for the, for the, there goes even uh, there's... <laughs> well, I, I got a question for you, Kamazi. What, what's one of your favorite holiday or Christmas movies? Favorite Christmas holiday movies. We're talking honestly here. Yeah, why not? It'd probably be Bad Santa. 
with Billy Popcorn. I'm just being honest. You know? Well, no, I didn't expect that. All right, for... <laughs> because it's there's some bad parts, but it's hilarious. Yeah, that's irreverent for sure. Yeah, but watch the made-for-TV version. And, so let's and say that's not you know, have the kids out of the room. favorite. But that's when you brought that up. That's like immediately what comes to mind. I saw on the flight here from Atlanta to Panama, they had one of the old school planes that only had one monitor chair for movies, yeah. and they were playing Elf. And I watched that, <laughs> and that was pretty funny. Yeah, Elf is worth watching if you haven't watched it. I, I mentioned Christmas Vacation earlier. Hilarious movie. You know, I, I anticipated you kind of going classic there, Kamanzi, so I, I guessed wrong. I thought you might say something like uh, It's a Wonderful Life or Miracle on 34th Street, but you didn't go, you didn't go there. I haven't watched either of those movies. Really? I know of them. I know of them, but I haven't watched them, no. I am surprised to hear that. Okay, I would challenge you, Kamanzi, to make this Christmas the Christmas that you fit that into your schedule. Those are classic films. They're really good. Awesome takeaways, even from a business and a writing perspective. Well worth your time. Well, let me ask you now. So what is your best or most vivid memory of a Christmas gift? Well, we, we mentioned the Nintendo, and I, okay. I, I mean, I, oh yeah, the hands down, it's got to be the Nintendo. So that's absolutely it. Now, I will say this: when I first got engaged, or when I was going to get engaged to Rachel, I was so nervous. Come on, and I was trying to think, what in the world am I going to do? How am I going to do something? Because you hear all these amazing, or at least I had, I'd heard all these amazing stories of of how people had put together these elaborate proposals that were super fancy and romantic and. Man, oh man, I was having trouble, and I I had Rachel's ring for a long time. I mean, and we're talking we're talking several months, and I had not popped the question, not because I didn't want to ask her to marry me. I was excited to do that. I just was trying to think of a creative way to do it. And the the holiday season was coming up, and my sister, thank God, her name is Heather. She's in Orlando, and uh, she just finally says, "No, <laughs> you're going to ask her. You know, I'm going to help you think through this." and so we came up with a plan, and I, and I won't get into specifics and super detail here. But long story short, is I was gonna, um, I was going to visit Rachel at her apartment, and we were gonna decorate a tree and you know something like that. So we we had had a little tree there. I had actually bought the tree for, her, and we were decorating the tree, and I had the ring on the tree, like as as an ornament, right? And we were we were listening to Charlie Brown Christmas. I'd I'd bought that CD because this was back in the CD days. So we had uh, Charlie Brown Christmas music playing in the background. And yeah, I mean, I wish I had a more romantic uh, story, but she found the ring and and <laughs> and I got down on one knee and asked her to marry me. And so that was the moment. It was was she found that ring on the tree that we were decorating for Christmas? And uh, we were listening oh, to Charlie cool. Brown Charlie Brown Christmas and. The fun part was the next day, she knew we were doing this, but I had planned this as part of the engagement. We went and we got on a plane that we were living in Orlando at the time. We flew to New York City and we went to New York City to kind of celebrate our engagement and we had a blast. We were in New York City. We saw um, uh, Wicked, which is an amazing Broadway musical. If, if you haven't seen that, it's you know Wizard of Oz you know, kind of story, which is uh, great songs, great story, great musical. And then we watched a Cirque du Soleil show called Wintuck, which was pretty fascinating. If you've ever been to any of these, you know, Cirque du Soleil shows are always really good, but we got a chance to go up and 
and just enjoy Manhattan and during, you know, during the holidays. And that was the first time Rachel had experienced any kind of snow because she'd grown up in South Florida. She'd never been around snow. She's not from Wisconsin. Come on, Z. So anyway, yeah, just that was a cool holiday memory is my engagement and getting to go to New York, you know, for Christmas. And, and we weren't actually there during Christmas, but it was right around that time. So I'll, I'll you know, I guess that's a little caveat there. But uh, that was a long tangent. I didn't mean to necessarily bust out that story on Star of the Doubts, but yeah. <laughs> well, let me, let me ask you then another question. What is your favorite Christmas song? Well, I do love Melakaliki Maka, which we joked about earlier, and, and I would like to hear, uh, I want the record to reflect, I would like to hear Patty e do that if she ever uh, has that opportunity. So yeah, I love Melakaliki Maka. I think What Child Is This, talking like a hymn or, or kind of an Ooh. old school Christmas song, I, I really love that one. I love the song, I, I believe it's Joy to the World. And uh, the Joy to the World, uh, there's, a, there's a part of that song. I, I'm going to come back to that. Silent Night, love Silent Night. I uh, love Jingle Bell Rock. That's kind of an upbeat one. Uh, when we're decorating, you know, around the house and stuff, we've got the, the of course, the Mariah Carey classic version of uh, All I Want for Christmas. That's blasting. Yeah, so hey, you kind of put me on the spot there. there there's a couple of uh, Christmas songs that really you know, hit me. Uh, those are a few that just jumped out in my mind, but, uh, yeah, I love, love songs like, like joy to the world and stuff like that. I think that's really cool. What about, what about my, you? My favorite is Oh Holy Night. Yeah, that's a good one. Definitely my favorite. And it's, there's a really good version of it by Celtic woman. This, uh, Irish <laughs> man. yeah, the, the, the Celtic Taylor Swift. Is that what I'm hearing? Uh, well, it's a group of Irish, uh, singers. <laughs> I, I think they have a pretty big group. They're like traditional, opera type whatever singers and their version of oh holy night it's pretty pretty spectacular and so i was i was listening to that and enjoy that oh that, that's great stuff were you expecting, uh, yeah, I love, to, were you expecting <laughs> to say something from the glee cast jared well i thought i thought taylor swift had a christmas album and you know you're just gonna say she, you're so she hasn't done any christmas songs as far as i know of that can't be true i don't, I don't know maybe she has I just haven't seen it but I don't own any Taylor Swift, and I own all her music, so interesting. Oh, yeah. You know another one that I really like is Joyful, Joyful, We Adore Thee. Yes. And there's a uh, – let's see. Where, where there's one line in there. Oh, and it's perfect for Star of the Doubts. It's – okay, so one of the lines in Joyful, Joyful, We Adore Thee is uh, – it says, Joyful, Joyful, We Adore Thee. Um, and then it, it goes on. It says, Melt the Clouds of Sin and Sadness. And this says, drive the doubt away. That's a lyric in Joyful, Joyful, We Adore Thee, being starved of doubts. I think, uh, you know, that's appropriate for this podcast is, is driving the doubt away. Yeah. So I, I'm going to say Joyful, Joyful, We Adore Thee for no other reason because of that lyric. Mm, that's good. And then while good we were saying it, I looked this up and I found out there is a Taylor Swift holiday collection. So I just ordered that on Amazon <laughs> while we were talking. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. <laughs> thank you for that <laughs> now, well that was going to be my Christmas gift to you until you just bought it instantaneously <laughs> it. <laughs> look it's pretty easy to shop for me anything Tyler said is going to work I'm going to find a recipe for spam cookies or something now since I don't know what else to get well, I'm bringing you spam when I come to visit you I'm bringing you spam Well, I look forward to you, and you are coming down. We mentioned that in one of the previous shows. You're coming down uh, for the book launch, so that's something that we're excited about. 
that's, I guess, our present to you is that, you know, we got a book coming out. We, we definitely want you to be able to get that book and read that. And that book has the power to really kickstart your 2016. So we hope that you'll consider supporting that book. And uh, if you're in Florida or if you're anywhere in a cold place and you're saying, I'm going to get away for a weekend, it's just got to happen. January 16th is the weekend to come down for that book launch party in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Kamanzi is going to be in town. He's going to be speaking at that, talking about writing for large websites and what impact that can have in, in your online efforts and podcasting. And then uh, we're also going to do a one-day mastermind. We mentioned that on the previous episode. That's going to be on that Sunday. So if you want some more information on that, you can message Kamanzi or myself and we'll be sure to fill you in. Real quick before we start to wrap up this episode, Kamanzi, as we talked about presence, you know, presence, you know, like we get a gift, but there's another version of presence that I know is important to you and that's spending time with your family. So, so what do you have to say about that? You know, it's real easy to get distracted and we talked about playing Sega Genesis and, you know, maybe watching films and doing all these fun things or even, you know, getting online and dreaming big for 2016. But maybe this is the Christmas or maybe this is the holiday season where we kind of slow down a little bit and, and focus on other important things. Yeah. Your hustle is important. We all know that. That's a gift. The dreams that you're building and chasing, and we know time is short. We know all this stuff. But one thing to understand is you have to take breaks from this. You have to have some time to decompress. And more than that, if you're building this, like building a dream, the dream is supposed to support your life. That means that the life part has to come first, not the dream. The dream is secondary to your life, which means your family, which might mean sleep. You need sleep. But during the holiday season, it's just being there fully present for your family and giving them your attention and giving them your time. And, you know, I'll be the first one to admit, Jared, it's hard for me to sit in a situation, holiday situation, Christmas party, whatever, and not have the urge to pull out my phone. (laughs) It's really hard. And so maybe the thing is just to put that phone away, put it in the bedroom, turn it off, just get rid of it for a while so that you're not always have to be connected. You take some time away where you're going to be in there, in that moment, with the kids, singing the songs, singing the Christmas carols, whatever it is, just being there fully present and really living that moment. Play Jenga. <laughs> that go. is, dude, yeah. everybody that, every time I've ever played Jenga, like I laughed and it was hilarious. And uh, you just got to keep your little kids from shaking the table. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> Lana has, has uh, been guilty of that a time or two. But uh, Jenga, man, play games with your family, man. You're going to have a blast. You're going to laugh. Uh, you're going to see, you know, Uncle Kamanzi's competitive side, you know, whatever. But it, it's going to be some fun stories. What are some games you think that uh, would be fun for people to bust out if they haven't already? It was fun. Monopoly is always a classic. People That's like a, that. But that takes so long. Yeah, man. It does. I love it, but man. Uh, you can go simpler, like something like Connect Four, yep. I think is, is always fun. Uh, there's quite a few board games. Here's one that I like that we always play: Battleship. Remember that one? Oh yeah, Battleship yeah. is uh, definitely fun, especially with the with the little kids, uh, the little boys. They'll probably love that. Yeah, but get out some board games. They still I like sell Uno. Them. <laughs> I, I love <laughs> Uno, man. Playing Uno on a holiday to me that's a blast. And nothing says "screw you" like a draw four card. Come on, Z. Exactly. <laughs> when you get hit with that draw four, you're like, man, you're going down. Well, and it helps you just, it helps you forget all that other stuff that you have on your mind, all the things that you have to do after the holidays are over, all your responsibilities. It helps just to take a break and just be there. And then, you know, you can come back later after it's over and you can do what you have to do. 
but we all need we just need breaks every now and then. True. And and Kamanzi, we mentioned this prior to hitting record, but I think it's important to bring up. This is a time for some people that's extremely hard. And yes. there's folks that don't have family. There's folks who are struggling financially. And uh, if you can be mindful of that and you can uh, say a prayer or, or you can uh, contribute in some way to someone who's, who's in need, there is no better time than the seasons to do that. You know, just to kind of bear that in mind, be thankful, but also be, uh, be mindful of some of those folks that are, you know, struggling out there. And if you can help do it, if you can do nothing else, but just uh, have them in your thoughts and your prayers. I know that uh, there are many people that need that. Yeah. And if you know somebody, maybe it's somebody you know that's in your life. It's a widower or just like a single person or whoever. Maybe it's a family that's hurting. Maybe they had a little harder time this year financially. You know, and you have some room at your table. Why don't you invite somebody? Say, hey, why don't you join us? I know we've done that several times. This year for Thanksgiving, we invited some folks on the island that don't have family there, that's really hard to be on a little island with no family. So he said, hey, why don't you come over to our house for Thanksgiving? And they came over and it was, it was wonderful. So if you can do that, do it. Well, when I, when I lived on Oahu, you know, I was uh, there in the Navy and there was a number of years that I was there where I was spending Christmas or Thanksgiving with local families that were just gracious enough to do that. And yeah, you're absolutely right, Kamanzi. If you have room at your table, and it's appropriate, man. That's a wonderful blessing you can extend to someone else that's uh, almost a no-brainer. But uh, yeah, I would, I would imagine you want to get your spouses okay with that. But yeah, I think that's a, uh, those are some really good things. And, and just a, a kind word, Kamanzi, you know, holding the door for someone who has a baby in their arms or, you know, not, not pushing someone, you know, <laughs> get, get, trying to get in the line first at Walmart or Costco or, you know, whatever you can do to extend that holiday spirit. I think, you know, this is the time to do that. And that, that is starving the doubts is, is being generous and, and being gracious to, to others. So, uh, come on, do you have any final thoughts about the holidays? Enjoy them. We don't know how many we're going to have. Life is pretty short. So enjoy them with family. Enjoy them with friends. Be there fully present. Remember the, it's kind of a little bit as cheesy as it sounds, remember the reason for the season. If you mm-hmm. are a Christian, Jared and I both Christians, you know, remember what it symbolizes and the sacrifice that was made. And, you know, I'm going to definitely remember that this year because just two weeks ago I was in Bethlehem and I did see the place where Jesus was born. I did see the manger where they laid him and I did see the garden tomb where he was crucified. So remember the reason for the season. That's awesome. Merry Christmas, Kamanzi. Merry Christmas to everyone who's listening. Uh, Thank you so much. And yeah, I look forward to some new and exciting stuff coming up in 2016. Our present to you is that, you know, we got a book coming out. We, we definitely want you to be able to get that book and read that. And that book has the power to really kickstart your 2016. So we hope that you'll consider supporting that book. And uh, if you're in Florida or if you're anywhere in a cold place and you're saying, I'm going to get away for a weekend, it's just got to happen. January 16th is the weekend to come down for that book launch party in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Malakilikimaka is a thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright 
The sun to shine by day and all the stars at night. Melikiligimaka is a wise way to say Merry Christmas to you. Melikiligimaka is a thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright, the sun to shine by day and all the stars at night. Melikalikimaka is Hawaii's way to say Merry Christmas to you. Christmas will be green and bright, the sun to shine by day and all the stars at night. Melikilikimaka is a wise way to say Merry Christmas to you. Melikilikimaka is a thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright, the sun to shine by day and all the stars at night. Melikalikimaka is a wise way to say Merry Christmas. A very Merry Christmas. A very, very Merry Merry Christmas to you.